At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Getting you ready for all of Sunday's betting action. This is Sunday Bet Prep on VSIN, the sports betting network. And weaving in Sunday Bet Prep, Dave Ross here at Circus Sports in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. Adam Kaufman is out in Boston, Massachusetts, and Adam. Right here behind me at Circa. You know, like, this is the first weekend we've had yeah. zero football. Zippo. Since August. Stinks, huh? Right? Nothing. Rough. And I, I'm, I'm coming in, I'm thinking, well, it's going to be nice and quiet. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Still packed here at Circa. Uh, fight night just ended, which is not too far uh, from where we are here at Circa at UFC Apex and the main event tonight was Roman Delice against uh, Nazardini Mavov. It's hard to get a, a, a feeling of where my fighter is. I was on the Delice side and the dog side here, Adam. When you're listening to the fights coming into work, and on the radio, it sounds like this. Oh, oh, right hand. Oh, he's hurt. Who? Which, which, and it's like, it's chaos. Yeah. And you're like, you're trying not to drive off the side of the road. It's packed in Las Vegas. But from what I can decipher, we'll find out what the result of. I think the O's were going against my guy, not for my guy. Do you ever listen to your sporting events on radio in transit and get really frustrated? Definitely, but I don't think I've ever listened to MMA on the radio. I, I'll be honest. I mean, I, I guess I shouldn't be surprised, but I never even thought of that as being a thing. Oh, like, yeah. I mean, why, why wouldn't it be on the radio like anything else, obviously? <laughs> but I, you know, and I, I'm, not, I'm not the MMA diehard that you are either. You know, so I, I don't even watch a whole lot of it on television, let alone listen to it on the radio. I, I, I guess that would be on satellite. I wouldn't even know where to look for it. But, yeah, right. I, I see it just being complete and utter chaos of just people just like nonstop screaming with the with the octaves going up and down and very little description of who is is taking the pounding or giving the, you know, firing off one hit after another. I don't know. It's got to be it's got to be kind of a, a, a blur, I would yeah. think, like. Because it's, I'm trying to think of where it would rank in terms of sort of the fastest sports to call. Obviously, hockey is is up there in terms of sports that you really 
need to keep up with where the puck is, where the skaters are, who's on the ice, all of that. But MMA, yeah, it's it's almost it's almost like calling a hockey fight, but nonstop with a lot more detail. Yeah, and shout out to uh, to Fight Nation on Sirius XM with Jimmy Smith. We have him on our program here on Vison a lot. Does a couple of those shows in, inside the cage with Jimmy Smith. But yeah. I, I, I got to give these guys a break because like uh, Daniel Cormier, by the way, I've talked to DC through the years. Great guy, just as good as you can imagine. The former light heavyweight and heavyweight champion of the world. But you know, it's it's because it's the TV call. But it's on Sirius XM, so they're TV people, oh, right? Oh, well, so that's different. So, that, so they, just they're a, assuming I can simulcast. see. That's all it is. It's yeah, a, so I'm so I'm right. There is an MMA on the radio. They're no, just it's not the like the forties. It's not like oh, Joe Louis, Max Schmeling here. It looks like all oh, the big German with the right hand, the American. Like it's never talk like that back then, too. Why? Did, like, why did we talk like that? that? Where where did the yeah, where the like 1920s newspaper guy? Where did, that, where did that come from? You know, it, it, uh, we're not there anymore. And it's obviously very casual now. It's, but uh, see, and, and I, like, I love it. I don't know why the dialect changed the way it did to the generations. By the way, it is over a majority decision for Nazardine uh, Imavov to beat uh, Roman Delice, which still doesn't help out yours truly on the mm -hmm. dog side in Delice. But again, when I can only hear the fight, not watch the fight, I can't criticize the fight. So I'm going to assume that it was the correct call by said judges. Going to have Ben Brown join us uh, in hour number two. Scott Pritchard's going to join us in hour number three. And nice. obviously, so much to get to, Adam, as I was driving in. And what is, one of the cooler things about Vegas is as I'm driving in, stuck in traffic, I look to my left, and there's Allegiant in all of her glory. You know, yeah. San Fran, Kansas City, got the logos up. It's It's lit up. And you can feel it. You know, I got a lot of friends in town over the, the course of the next week for various shows and everybody's coming to Vegas sure. for the week. It's it's starting to buzz. And I think where I wanted to start, and I know that you just go back five years. You don't have to go back that far to where you see sports betting now and how it's legal mm -hmm. in almost, what, over the half the country now. Five years ago, that wasn't, five years ago, wasn't even close to being the case. If I told you a decade ago that not only would we kind of open up the Pandora's box of sports gambling in the NFL, but that Vegas would be hosting a Super Bowl? I mean, remember Tony Romo got in trouble, I think, years ago for, for having a fantasy football draft in Las Vegas yeah. in the NFL, right? They got mad at him for that. And now it's like, place your bets, baby. Welcome to Vegas. Still two, still 47 and a half. But Adam, isn't that bizarre how things can change so quickly in the public specter? Well, what you left out, too, is, you know, what if I told you a decade ago that Vegas would have, uh, have not one but two professional sports teams? Right. You know, back then, like, Vegas was obviously the place that you went and you gambled like crazy, whether on sports at the sports books or obviously at the casinos at the tables. Or you go, you see shows, you go on bachelor parties, you, you have shotgun weddings, you do whatever it is. But people <laughs> certainly didn't associate Vegas with hosting a Super Bowl, like like you're saying. And I think it's it's amazing, obviously, where we came from. But I think even more interesting than that is, you know, where we're going. Like, this is still just the tip of the iceberg compared to what is coming. Because eventually, and who knows how long it'll take, maybe it takes another decade, maybe longer. But eventually, the whole country is going to be legalized. Mm. We are not even close to where we are going to be in terms of the legalization of sports betting and what is available to people, what is available in terms of just mobile versus actually going to establishments. I mean, it's all going to get much, much easier. And it's all going to make states, you know, state by state, much, much more money in terms of 
taxable income, obviously, and, and it's going to create jobs and the partnerships with leagues are only going to get stronger. You're going to have, like we, we like to, you're, you have kid-focused Nickelodeon broadcast, right? Trying to get in the younger consumers. Well, soon enough, you're going to have gambling-focused broadcast. Right. And it's going to be, you know, people like the two of us that are watching a game and it's not going to be specific play-by-play. -play. It's going to just be talking about it and handicapping and, and going over nonstop live betting opportunities for a three-hour broadcast and looking ahead to the next slate of games. It's going That's going to be all it is. The We've already obviously turned the corner to where we have you know, that commentary style broadcast, it, it really, you know, the the Mannings have, have made it more and more popular. But before that, it was it was Area 21 with Kevin Garnett and mm -hmm. so many of those guys on TNT and even others before that. It's, you know, this this is just the wave. This is where we've come from, where we're going. And there is no end in sight. The, the traditional broadcast is, uh, I hope it never goes away because I still really enjoy it. I think there are a lot of people that still prefer that to the alternative of something new and different, but they're, we've just, we have so much in front of us in terms of content and, you know, zeroing in on what you're talking about and the fact that all of this is being hosted in Vegas. It's, it's fascinating. It's fun. I'm jealous. I'm not out there. I wish I was seeing it and being part of it. I, I, what I was going to ask you is, you know, especially you being there, like Vegas is obviously no stranger to hosting significant events and having umpteen conventions all the time year round. If you weren't going to Vegas for the Super Bowl. You're going there for an entirely different reason. Mm -hmm. Or maybe you live in the area like you do. You're not a huge sports person. Do people even notice the thousands of people that are going to be coming in specifically for the Super Bowl? Or is it just kind of maybe a little bit more traffic in one area of the strip? No, I think they do. And it's a good question because, again, I've only been, this is my third year out here now in Las Vegas coming from Chicago and before that, D.C. So I, I feel like I attract the traffic wherever I go, and it just seems to get worse. And yeah. it, is, it is noticeable. You can tell even a week out, and certainly this week, it's going to be much more than even what, what we're experiencing here. Uh, for those that don't know, on the 15, where you go by right by Allegiant Stadium to get downtown to circle where I am. And, and by the way, Derek Stevens, uh, owner operator here, said that he doesn't think they're going to get to three on this game. It's two. I've seen some two and a halves. But yes, oh, I, agree. I think you are seeing um, more influx of people coming to Vegas now specifically for sporting events, not just the gambling, as you made reference to, Adam. It's actually going to be for the sporting events. When, if the Oakland A's become the Las Vegas A's, when, if Las Vegas gets an NBA team, which is being rumored and banned mm -hmm. about, certainly already with, with the Vegas Golden Knights, kind of the first uh, foray into it to kind of cr crack that, that, that glass ceiling, I, this is going to be full one-stop shopping. It really is going to be. If you're a sports fan, if you're a gambler, you're going to come to Las Vegas not just to watch on TV, but now to watch at the, the sites is going to be amazing. It's going to be absolutely amazing uh, to see where this and how much this, this city really does transform. I wonder if some of the people you're alluding to, the non-sports fans in Vegas, will be like, I'm getting the hell out of here. This thing's been overtaken by sports fanatics. Yeah. And, you know, well, it's put, like all the people that were driven crazy by F1, right? Yeah, it, it really I mean, was. That was different because that created different traffic patterns and drove people crazy out there. But I don't know, maybe the Super Bowl impacts 
that too. It does. And you're right. The, the F1 experience, even for somebody like me, I was like, man, this is ridiculous. I'm trying to get to work here. But you see the, the, the mark it's making on the city of Las Vegas. And we're going to see that a lot this week with everybody starting to come out now tonight, tomorrow for the week's festivities. Radio Row is going to be packed. It's going to be recent. We've got you covered, obviously, in lockstep uh, each and every day leading up to the Super Bowl. But it is going to be wild. And I do think for the NFL, this is going to be one of those like, you know that they're excited. Obviously, they're excited that Las Vegas is hosting. But they're also cautious. And they're going to go, man, right. let's hope that this goes off without a hitch. And obviously, with, with the gambling tentacles, because, look, we said this. How many times have we said this? If you lose your bet, it's not rigged. Right? But how yeah. many people are going to go, oh, it's in Vegas? You know right. they're going to be rooting for, wink, wink, Patrick Mahomes. You know, insert yeah. Taylor Swift conspiracy here. I mean, that's... Uh, don't forget that the script was written and look at the color of the logo. Right? So all that stuff is going to be in play for the, for the crazy conspiracy theorists out there. All the NFL wants is to have a... They're going to have... Look, it's the most bet event every single year. It will be no different singular event uh, this year with the Super Bowl. They just wanted to go off with that a hitch so that Las Vegas can host more events, more Super Bowls in the future. Okay, when we come back, let's talk about Derek's comments because uh, we did see some places go to two and a half, still two at, at DraftKings. We'll talk about where that number might go when we continue Sunday Bet Prep right here on the the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Work. This is Sunday Bet Prep on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you haven't done so already, what are you waiting for? Check out the new VSIN.com website. Every day they got articles up like. JVT, Jonathan Von Tobel, host of Hardwood Handicappers. Got a daily column on there for you to check out before you make those wagers in the NBA. So check out the new VEASAN.com and check it out today. Back alongside Adam Kaufman, Dave Ross here. Our producer extraordinaire, Britton Hess, also does a great job producing First Strike. Shameless plug. Check it out each and every week here, wherever you listen to your podcast. I'm biased. 
it's the best on the network. If you like MMA. I've heard that. It's pretty Directly good. from you, but I've heard that. Uh, Britain just texted me or X'd me as the kids. That's what they the kids do now. They X you, right? Right there on, <laughs> on Elon's site. And uh, the judges for the fight, Adam, that I was leading into that was literally wrapping up as we finished with Nazarudina Mavov getting a majority decision victory over Roma Delice. Now, one judge had it. That majority, uh, the one draw was 47-47. There was a point deduction in the fourth round against Imava for an illegal knee. If you saw it, it was clearly illegal. So glad that they took away that point, which made it, in one judge's eyes, 10-9 for Delice, 9-9 in another, and 9-9 in the other. 48-46, Salamato gave the fifth and final round to Imavov. If he gives that to Delice, two of the three judges would have had a draw, which would have then been a majority draw. So you say, well, the first judge must have had it very close, too. Derek, clearly... I can see clearly now. Nice. 49-44. Record scratch. So everybody else has got this thing super, super close. One judge has got it five points in favor of the other fighter. It goes to Mavov. And this is what I always say, Adam, certainly on first strike, we talk about it all the time. If there's a fight that you believe, and I like the over in this one, it was juiced over two and a half rounds, and I did like the over here. If you think it's going to hit the cards... Take a deep breath because you have three people, Octagon side, seeing a fight, two saw it semi-close, and one wasn't even in the same zip code as the other two. So I always say, like, go back to the Sean Strickland DDP fight a couple weeks ago for the title uh, for the middleweight championship. I thought Sean Strickland won three of the five rounds. Two judges had DDP winning three of the five rounds, but it was super close, and it was a, a split decision. I can't, I'm not mad about a decision like that. Sometimes you see some of these lopsided ones and you wonder what a specific judge is watching over another judge. I'm not saying, because again, I was in transit. I really couldn't examine the fight. I'm not going to say it's a bad decision. It just goes to show the varying of opinions. You can get it in with very subjective things. So in sports and when you're wagering on certain things, certainly like boxing and certainly mixed martial arts come to mind. Take that into account before you place these wagers. And if you think it's going to hit the cards, I always like to be on the side of the dog versus the favorite, even though the fave, uh, the small betting favorite end up cashing here, because I always feel like, man, sometimes the dog almost gets the, the benefit of going the distance with the favorite fighter. So again, there's no rule of thumb that says if it hits the cards, the dog's going to get the, the decision. Just know that if it does, you're going to have three people that might see the fight completely differently. Am I missing a sport, Adam? Is there another one besides the Olympics with judging? Which, again, you can certainly wager on the Olympics if you like to. But uh, you've got to get that human element out there. And a lot of times, we see it in the NFL with with, with calls that are being made. And we'll, we'll see it. I'm sure it's going to rear its ugly head at some point in the Super Bowl. But that's not exactly affecting necessarily the, the direct outcome. But some people can say, boy, a bad call here and there leads to the wrong outcome here. It's literally what a judge sees, and that's how you determine the victor. I was going to say, is working in sports broadcasting a sport? Uh, the uh, Listen, I, I, I think you hit it. Officiating, right? Officiating is, is a big one across all sports. Obviously, there are certain rules that need to be followed. That's That's the bottom line. But when you get to the interpretation of mm. the rule, that's when things get a little cloudy. I mean, how many years in the NFL – did we have the debate, what is a catch? Oh, my. It, it oh feels my. like that should be pretty easy to understand, and yet, nope. 
you know, is in, in soccer, should that be a direct kick and indirect kick? Were, you know, hockey, would, were you offsides, not offsides? Let's go to the replay. You know, what did the eye say? Was that a strike, not a strike? In baseball, you know, are we going to go to the, the robot umps versus the humans? So mm. there's in every sport, every instance, every aspect of, of, of sport, there is a human element uh, element that needs to be understood and just sort of, I was going to say respected. I'm not even sure that's the word. Maybe it's just <laughs> accepted. You know, yeah. you just need to recognize that this is the reality of it. There is no such thing as perfection. And you're going to get, hopefully, whoever's best effort that is out there making the call. But there's always going to be a, a skeptic, which is why so many people in the gambling space will refer to the wrangle, right? The ref angle. Mm. Uh, it, it's why you, you it's... You know, we, we had the Black Sox scandal. We had the Tim Donaghy situation. <laughs> oh, there. Like there's there's nothing there's there's no perfect outcome where just everything is by the book. It just doesn't work that way. It should. It would be a whole lot easier for everybody if it did. You'd have fewer people out there in the gambling space. And I'm talking about the betters themselves, not, you know, analysts or, or right. talk heads, you know, people calling for their bets to be voided or refunded or something is rigged. You'd have less of that. Wouldn't that be nice? But. This is just uh, this is where we're at. And I, I would say MMA, you know, must be as as subjective as any of them. But even as I talk this out, you know, because obviously like, we didn't discuss this ahead of time. No. So I'm thinking about this on the fly. I mean, what about it in, in the Olympics and gymnastics and all like all of these things where it it ice skating, you know, figure skating, it comes down to the score. And did the official score have a bad day? Did the official score have a certain allegiance? Did the <laughs> or hopefully not get paid off there. Who knows, right? Like our, our colleague, Jared Smith, he was posting pictures out there earlier today. He was over at uh, one of the uh, establishments I, out there judging a, a bikini contest. I'm very upset well, about that. You know what? Again, subjective, <laughs> subjective. Jared Smith was a judge and who knows? Do you, do you know how bitter I am right now at Jared Smith? Like you're not you supposed to. Part of that. No, I didn't get that call. I got no, yeah. by the way, I would have been a hell of a fair an unbiased bikini judge participant. Yeah, I would by the book influenced at all. But by the book, I would I I would not have accepted any bribes. Wink wink. <laughs> I, I mean I wouldn't wouldn't have asked any participants out on a date. None of that would have happened. Would have nope. been totally above board. And yet I, I wasn't picked by Derek Stevens. Shame, uh, really. But by the way, <laughs> it did kill me when I saw that, my Jared. Uh, by the way, though, you're right about the subjectivity part. I will say this for MMA and certainly the UFC. They did switch the criteria a couple of years ago, and they tried to make it more like we're trying to judge damage over control. You can hear the referees like at UFC Apex tonight. Whenever you saw a fighter being taken down, they're like, come on, work. You got to work. And sometimes I actually think they do it too soon because the emphasis is on kind of action and damage and not just controlling another fighter on the ground. So there is some criteria in there, but it's still as subjective as to whether that judge sees it as the criteria reads to the point about the NFL officials. And look, I, I hate being the old guy in the room these days, but I've seen the way the game has been officiated and how it's changed through the years. You mentioned the, the what is a catch uh, certainly, you can go back to Des Bryant and over a decade ago now uh, with that game. Then they switched the rule immediately after. I can go back as far as one of the first Super Bowls I remember watching, uh, Super Bowl 12. I'm really showing my age. Roger Staubach hits Golden Richards on, a, I believe, a 44-yard touchdown pass. And I remember watching it live, and I'm thinking, he dropped the ball. But 
the arms went up on the officials, no replay back then. Today, there would be no chance. If you go back, kids, and watch that on YouTube, Golden Richards, Richards touchdown, there'd be no way that would be a call to the touchdown, but they mm-hmm. said that he had control as he broke the plane of the goal. So the, the rules are really what I get on Adam. As much grief as I feel like we, the general gambling public, give the NFL officials, I think the bigger problem is the rule book. And there's an old legendary ref who called a, a flag one time for unnecessary roughness for giving him the business here, if you remember that one. Hey, gave him the business here. That was the official call by Ben Dreit that day. I wish the, the official would just come out. That's a catch because if we played in the backyard, we know that to be a catch. Like, I don't need to go through all the iterations of, of the rules are what have confused, I think, the general public, which then transfers over to the gambling public, as to what specifically in 2024 year of our Lord is a catch. And every time, whatever side you're on that you see that and they go, Oh, we're going to review it. Do you not hold your breath a little bit and go, Oh my God, here it comes. Somehow, whatever side you might be on, this is how I'm going to get screwed. Well, and all of it, it's everyone has an out, right? Now, when I say everyone, I mean, officials across all sports always have an out in and and leave that room for subjectiveness even when it doesn't need to be there or shouldn't be there because of the way the rules are worded themselves. Like, you know, well, we, can we overturn it? Meaning, is is there enough evidence to justify overturning the call on the field? You know, oh. or or was there not? And so there's there's always kind of a last line of defense of, look, I didn't see it. Or that's not what, you know, how I interpreted it or so on and so forth to where it's it's just always there's no way to fix it. No, you can't just computerize everything. You can't robot everything. And it's always going to be still frustratingly cloudy. I went back and watched last year's Super Bowl, an amazing game, 35 all. James Bradbury gets called for a, a tug. It ends the game. It's the most anticlimactic, great Super Bowl of all time on a bad call. Mm. All right, much more to get to on Super Sunday and beyond as we continue Sunday Bet Prep. This is Sunday Bet Prep on VSIN, the sports betting network. Put the VSIN experts to work for you and start betting smarter with a VSIN Pro subscription. Sign up with a VSIN Pro annual subscription and get your first year for only $199. By using the promo code PREP, get access to everything on our brand new VEASAN.com website, which does include our daily best bets with a leaderboard to see which VEASAN expert has a current odd hand. Betting splits showing you where the money and the bets are moving for every single game. Betting systems, premium analysis, 24-7 video access, plus our upcoming Super Bowl betting guide with best bets and favorite prop bets. Remember, use the promo code PREP for the first year of VEASAN Pro access for just $199. Sign up today at VEASAN.com slash subscribe back alongside adam coffin dave ross here at circus sportsbook in fabulous las vegas nevada adam if you don't mind i'm gonna mm. get on my a soapbox a little bit right here when we oh, talk sure. when we talk a little golf up at uh, pebble beach now look first of we, all we haven't even done all our line movement stuff yet dude, we have so the, uh, we have so much to get yeah, to so much to cover we get so much to cover but here's my beef. I, I also just real quick i have yeah. an important question Bring because it. as you mentioned britain is producing tonight, yeah. which means we don't have dan Dan texted us earlier and basically said, <laughs> I, I mean, he's dying. Yeah, th- either that, or he just said, there's no football this weekend. I'm not doing this. You think I don't know what, what, one you, or the other, one or the other. Yeah. But you, are we still, are, are we still doing a show parlay? Are we know, doing non-football show parlay for 
the weekend? I think Britain says he can cook something up. So, okay, we'll, we'll get something on the board for the. We can always find a leg. I sure. mean, hope, yeah, we gotta. I mean, we gotta continue this thing. We're gonna do this show through football season. We've had a Karma Show parlay each and every week, so we're not gonna stop now just because Dan Moneyline Miller is out sick. And by the way, Dan, if you're listening, we actually do hope that you're okay. Get yes, back on the do. mend. We do think. Britain for hopping in here uh, in the hot seat. But yeah, I, I kid because like you never want to call in sick. Like you work in this business, calling mm-hmm. in sick is like the last thing you want to do. I know people go, oh, right, yeah, you might get sick. Wally Pitt. Yeah, hey, you're right? Out. You're like, oh, yeah, you're out, kid. The guy that re- it. guy replaced you went five and zero oh with his picks. You're done. <laughs> 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 so Dan, get better, buddy. We hope you are feeling a lot better. Uh, but here's my thing with with uh, with golf. And look, mm. and I love golf. I mean, love golf. Could sit there as I did today and watch every shot for six hours until the UFC starts, and I'm totally happy. Snug as a bug is in a rug. There's a rumor that the PGA Tour might cancel the last round of the AT and T Pro Am at Pebble Beach. Yeah. Because we got bad weather coming to California. I got three words. I don't care. You play. (laughs) Have they not seen Caddyshack? I don't think the heavy stuff's coming down for quite some time, Your Excellency. You get out there and you play. People like me, one that got vested interest in certain golfers to finish in the top 20 and the like. Adam, there is nothing. Let me just say this. There is nothing more satisfying than watching pro golfers be absolutely miserable for a round of golf <laughs> for 18 yeah. holes in the muck and mire. If there's yeah. no lightning and there is no reported lightning, you get out there and play. I mean, mm-hmm. what, we talk about the wussification of sports in America all the time, right? What about this? We're just going to cancel the final round if we can't get it in tomorrow or on a Monday? Adam. Well, I can't do Monday because they got to get out to Arizona, get out to waste management, get get ready, get their ample rest in time. You know, these these guys, they they work hard golfing. <laughs> I can't even do it with a straight face. See, golfing. you can't get through it with a straight face. They need those few days beforehand to really rest and relax. Look, I'm sure I'm 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 sure the golfing for four days is grueling. Really, <laughs> I, I imagine I imagine it is a tough way to live, but. I mean, yeah. Are carts allowed? No yeah, carts. I don't know. You can't get through this either. You know there, that I'm right. There are some heavy set golfers out there who must be using the cart. I don't believe all these people are walking all the time. <laughs> this is Tiger. Tiger had a cart exception for a little while after then, the knee, didn't he? he this is yeah. Wait for Tiger. We'll do anything. I mean, this is like uh, you know, play uh, Mr. McGavin. I believe that your ball has landed on my shoe. I you mean, know, play it where it lies. Play through the weather. I Play mean, through the tower, falling down with the car on the course like a giant mini golf course. You just have to deal. You're right. If you are not in any imminent danger on account of lightning, you play. And by the way, uh, Carl Weathers passed away. Everybody that's in the right. sports world loves Carl Chubbs. Weathers. Chubbs and Happy Gilmore, absolutely fantastic role. But that's kind of the point, right? That was kind of the point of the movie, how soft the professional tour is. This doesn't help. This doesn't help your image, PGA Tour. It doesn't. You need to no. get out there. Because I keep, I, I was like, okay, wait. If they're talking about lightning, of course you can't play with irons in your hand. And, right? When we saw Caddyshack, we know what can happen. So we get that. But there's no reports of lightning. I'm no weatherman. I'm no Willard Scott or anything. But if it's just rain and wind, 
play the damn completion of the tournament and don't make it 54 holes, PGA Tour. If you, you had know what, Rory? The live guys would be out there. They'd do it. They like to party. Yeah. They just want they just want to live, they'd, as good Charlotte said. They'd be they'd be doing it. They'd have a blast out there. You know they'd be blasting their music in their shorts and they wouldn't care about the rain. PGA Tour, do the right thing. Figure oh. out a way. By the way, if you watch Wyndham Clark today, absolutely oh, God. sensational round of golf. 28 on the front nine. I, I do, it was on 28. Was, and by the way, he came out of nowhere. I was looking at the live numbers. Scotty Scheffler, uh, before Wyndham Clark, Clark went absolutely nuclear, was yeah. like a two to one betting favorite plus two dollars. But still, he, going away, he was he was the guy. And, Clark you know, jumped up like twenty five spots today. Ab- in like the blink of an eye, with yeah. two eagles on the front, and as you mentioned, that twenty eight in the front, and then really struggling on the back, shooting a thirty two to, <laughs> to round out his way to six- mail it in, guy. <laughs> It's just, just, I mean, like, by the way, Wyndham Clark and people with Wyndham Clark tickets are the only people that want this thing canceled. They're like, hey, man, I yeah. got 81 on Wyndham Clark. Just cancel it right now. Shut this thing down after three and let me cash your tickets. By the way, check with your books on that, too, because I got like a I got a top 20 on, on Sahith Tagala, who right yeah. now, Adam, is I got a JT. Top, you got a JT. He's right inside. Right. Right now he's top five. So he's like, great. Yeah, we got those numbers. We look good. Check your books. Make sure there could be a caveat in there. 72 holes need to be completed or your wager is refunded. So check those things because I'm if sitting I on... had a Clark ticket and that got refunded because of a 54-hole match, I'd lose my mind. And, and that therein lies the rub, right? Like when you don't do these things to completion, it allows, and I don't, I'm not saying you, books do the right thing. You all have your own house rules. I totally get that. But there probably will be somewhere, somebody, they're going to go, sorry, didn't get completed. It's just a refund. What? I got Wyndham Clark who just saw a 60. I don't have one. But if you have Wyndham Clark out there, I would be furious. So I hope just for all of these type of reasons, it's finished. Let's just play it out. Let's just play it out. Mm-hmm. It's 18 holes of golf. Let's, let's go super early. Let's beat the wind. Let's, we're going to survive this thing, America. We're going to survive Pebble Beach tomorrow if they play 18 holes. <laughs> And also, I mean, really, what have we left out here? We need something to do on Sunday. Yeah, I want to watch. What do you want me to do? Watch the Pro Bowl? Oh, my God. No, come on. Don't make me do that, please. Don't make me bet it. I will never bet it again. Give give me round four of the AT&T. Anything. In in a a deluge. Give give me all the rain and wind. As long as nobody's getting hurt, I think we can figure out a a way to play this thing. Uh, I I made mention off the top here. uh, Derek Stevens said to Matt Humans here on the air last night, we, Circa, will not be getting to three. So mm-hmm. you're seeing some two and a halfs out there, two at DraftKings. Uh, I did look, and by the way, this is not to say that I couldn't switch my position. I did play uh, San Francisco early in the week at one and a half. I actually didn't know if the line would get down lower because at one point I got to one. Once it bounced back up to one and a half is when I jumped in on the Niners. Adam, do you think you'll see some threes out there? Even though Derek says here at Circa, it ain't getting to three. I'm imagining that caps off at two and a half, but you might see some rogue threes out there. And at that point, I'd be looking at somebody's got tickets on San Francisco one and a half to be looking to tease up the chiefs. If you can get me at two and a half up to eight and a half again, then you might have to tease a total, which we normally don't like to do. That's the way I might get invested. If this line moves anymore, what about you? Look, I, I get how this works. You know, it's a combination, obviously, of where the money is coming in as well as where the books want the money to come in, which is just as important as anything else. That being said, mm. 
no, I, I don't think we're going to see three anywhere. And I don't even think every different book is going to get to two and a half. I know, like you said, there are some rogue two and a halves out there. I think it's far more likely, and, and we're still a little over a week out at this point. I, I think it's far more likely that we settle in at maybe even close at one and a half. Ooh. I don't think it's going to go to one. I mean, maybe it'll it'll touch one again. It did briefly, obviously, after it opened and then soared back the other way. And, and now it's mostly settled at two. I think we're going to get back to one and a half. I think there's going to be enough people ultimately betting on the Chiefs. There might be enough pushback where the books want it to stay at two to where the money keeps coming in on Kansas City. It's hard to say. Obviously, again, it's all strategic and it's people that are much smarter than me and over my heads and there are computer algorithms and everything like that involved in this process. But I don't think we're getting a three. I, I don't think anyone wants there to be, you know, right at the key number. I think one and a half and set up teasers, that type of thing. It's an interesting place to be. Uh, when we get back, let's talk more about that. Also, the prop shops that are out there for Super Sunday. And by the way, talk about the total, which has been very flatlined. We'll discuss that next here in Sunday Bet Prep. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. This is Sunday Bet Prep on VSIN, the sports betting network. Looking for a super offer for Super Bowl 58? Well, DraftKings Sportsbook's got you covered. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the code VSIN. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 58 with the code VSIN. And the crown, Adam Kaufman, could be all yours. Even when you read that, right? And you're like, mm. official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 58. Like, the right? times have changed. So, like, Very thank, much so. And thank God. Like, yeah. I, I think I I think I can find it. I, um, I this is terrible to admit. I have a notebook, a handwritten notebook, 
of some of the first bets I made in 1988. <laughs> I think I had one at the Vikings plus seven against Joe Montana and the Niners. It didn't work out very well. Like, I, I mean, I can go back to writing down my bets and keep like as, you know, a teenager hiding yeah. those from my mother so she can't find my Algebra 2 trig notebook and see the bets that I have in the back of said oh notebook. Jamie's really good at math. <laughs> Not so good at picking football, but he's good at math. I know that yeah. I just lost a dollar ten extra on the juice. <laughs> uh, let's get to back to Super Bowl Fifty Eight here, and again we mentioned yeah. right now still at two, still at forty seven and a half, and that's that's the part you know. Wes Reynolds and I came on the air last last week uh, to start the look at right as that game between the Niners and the Lions was was ra- wrapping up, and we saw once we knew that it was the Niners and the Chiefs, we saw this number move two and a half all the way down to one. All that Kansas City money come in. And right when the total got adjusted, Adam, to 47 and a half, I always say this for old people like me, Card Sharks, great game show in the 80s. Freeze! It is frozen at 47 and a half, and it hasn't budged. Mm -hmm. And Adam, I keep going. Like, I have not gotten invested yet on on the total here. Are we going to get movement off of this? Because we know, generally speaking, Gen Pop, they want to bet the over. But I wonder if this is the Sharps holding the, the number there. And even if public Joe Square is betting the over blindly like they like to do and root for points, it's that sharper money on the under that's keeping it there at 47 and a half. Do you think this is going to toggle at all? Or is it just going to be like, hey, this is the number. It's the right number. And we ain't moving it. Well, I really wouldn't be surprised if it doesn't move for a range of reasons. But one of them, someone said to me earlier, and I thought it was a really good point, 47 and 48 are both key numbers. And each of those, you know, you look back through most common scores or totals, I should say, and there's about a 2-3% chance of either of those numbers hitting. And so to stay right in the middle obviously is an opportunity for the books to make money versus any potential push where, you know, you're voided, you get your money back, that type of thing. So I wouldn't be at all surprised if it doesn't move. I'm fascinated also by the fact that the number seems just to be so efficient, so appropriate that no matter, I don't know if this is the same feeling that you got in talking with Wes or anyone else that you've been on, you know, been on with since the number came out or just friends in the space that you've talked to. But, you know, I've talked to a number of people, I mean, probably a dozen people about this total specifically. And I would say it's, you know, most have leaned toward the under, but, you know, it hasn't been a a dramatic, you know, it's, it's let's say I've talked to 12 people. It hasn't been like 10 to two, you know, it's, it's been more like, you know, eight, four, nine, three, that kind of thing. It's, you know, or, or, or eight, four, seven, uh, mm-hmm. seven to five, rather it, you know, it's, it's, it's a lean, it's a lean toward the under. I actually think it's going to go over, you know, I, I think it's the respect for both of these defenses that obviously have people think it's going to go lower and they look at the second half and, you know, you could, we'll talk about props and some good betting opportunities and, and trends, you know, for these specific teams or even in the Super Bowl. But, you know, I, I think that, you look at these two offenses and the way the Niners have been a little inconsistent, the way the Chiefs are, you know, a bit undermanned compared to past years. You know, they certainly don't score in the second halves of games. They haven't all year. The Niners seem to be a little bit slow starting as of late. And so 
I think you look at 27 or, or rather 47 and a half, 48, and, and you say, all right, well, what, what kind of score could this game have? Does that make sense? And what would it take to go over? And, and it's just, it, it's the wrestling. It's the telling yourself a story and, and outlining your personal projections for the game. I think the fact that we've stayed where we are, though, is indicative that there are a lot of people out there that are basically having that same conversation with other people and, and uh, you know, fellow betters, and no one with great certainty knows where to go with this thing. I think so it you, doesn't move. Yeah, I think you nailed it on the head. And, and the people that I have that have talked to through the week, I do get the sense, and, and this is also, I say this sometimes on social media just to have some fun with it, but like I say, you know, sometimes squares win too, right? And I do feel like the sharp side is the under. I do feel like from the people I've talked to, respected betters, um, that certainly feel like the advantage is to the under. Does not mean that the under will hit. But I think you, you laid it out. Boy, if you look at the Chiefs in second halves, I mean, they've been dead unders. They're just not giving up anything in the second halves. So there are different ways that you can try to handicap this thing. If you do think you're going to get that, follow that script of Kansas City second halves, that first half total, you're getting a little bit of value at 23 and a half. Just do that math to 47 if you played that out and doubled it up. So it's a little bit of a half point advantage, if you will, if you wanted to bet that first half over at 23 and a half. And it is very interesting because it does feel like, you know, like Patrick Mahomes, if you heard him last week after in the Ravens win, what did he say after the game, Adam? He said, all I needed to do in the second half was not turn it over and be a game manager. It's dead mm -hmm. under talk, right? It's dead under. Like, I'm not taking any chances. We're punting the football. We got to punt the football. We're not going to put the ball in harm's way. We're not going to give the opportunity for the, for the comeback. We're going to keep playing defense, trusting that. And that's how it leads to unders uh, for Kansas City if they have the lead at halftime. Now, one thing I have played, and I have not, again, gotten invested yet in the total, but I, I have an inclination like you that if it stays at 47 and a half, I might end up being on the over. I've been waiting for this thing to jump to 48, to 48 and a half, to 49, and then I would feel much better value that, that I would be potentially getting in that under. But I don't feel like I'm getting it. So it's something I've stayed clear of so far. One play I did make last week, and this was kind of a small manipulation of the market, I played the, the Niners at plus money, minus a half in the first half. And my thought process was was simple. I'm getting just a plus an hour five. And mm -hmm. those numbers have now moved in the marketplace. I'm trying to hunt for that plus money and, and see if I can find what I think I've extracted a little bit of value. Doesn't mean it's gonna hit. But I do feel like now for a team that's a two, two and a half point favorite, as it's gone up, laying just the half in the first half at plus money, I found some value there. So you really do, you, you, look, these lines are going to be super tight. They are super tight. It's the Super Bowl. It's the most bet-on event that you're going to have, a singular event each and every year. They're not giving you free cookies out there, America. So you really do have to do your due diligence and see if you can find and, and hunt for some, if you can find small plus money, at a small advantage, those are the type of plays I'd be interested in looking at. Have you found anything like that besides just our generic side and total that we're talking about now? Because I don't think you're getting right now any true advantage on that total at 47 and a half. Well, I'll, I'll credit uh, the guy who's on the radio with me every night uh, back here in Boston. He found one that I, I thought was really sharp, which is, and I, I don't remember exactly what the number is now, but it's a it's slight plus money. It might be, you know, plus 110, plus 120, somewhere in that vicinity. So I guess not that slight. 
uh, was, um, you know, looking at the trends, the Kansas City Chiefs have scored on their first possession their last eight playoff games. Wow. Whereas the Niners have allowed a first drive score their last three games dating back to the regular season. So if you were to bet Kansas City to score on its first possession, that's a good plus money opportunity for you and uh, and and might be worth the bet. I think there are just there there are certain trends worth looking at, whether it's that, you know, obviously you had mentioned an opportunity for the Niners to be up at the half. You know, you could look at it in the second half and and what we alluded to before, the the Chiefs just don't score in the second half. Mm -hmm. They, you know, go back going back all the way through this year, regular season playoffs, all of it, they are scoring just below eight points per game in the second half of these games. That is one of the worst in the NFL. It's near the bottom, whereas the Niners on the other side lead the NFL in second half scoring at two touchdowns. And so, you know, it, it certainly makes a lot of sense to take San Francisco on the second half money line. And that's, you know, the books are aware of that. So it's not a, a plus money opportunity, but it's not, you know, drastically off from even either. You don't have to, you know, eat a whole bunch of juice with uh, with that play. And so it's it's another you know, you could look at it and say, oh, I'm getting too cute. But you know what? Sometimes in these situations when it's just the one game and you don't have dramatic conviction about a side or total full game, you have to get cute. You really do to try to hunt for the best of the number. And by the way, I got that plus money. It's plus $1.05. It's now minus $1.05. So, hey, I won closing line value. We know sometimes that gets you, you absolutely nothing. <laughs> Come on back. Hour number two. Much more prop talk and Super Bowl 58 around the corner here on Sunday Bet Prep. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field whatever the sport whatever the moment it's never ordinary at pet 365 21 plus only must be present in ohio if you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help call 1-800-GAMBLER from bbc radio 4 britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip i thought in that moment oh my god we've summoned something from this board this is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side -side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network.